All right, we're started. We're on. Welcome and hello. This is History as Fuck. We have a great podcast for you today. I am your host, Andy Margolis, and with me I have, as always, my co-partners to the right. Tim Silverman over here. Baby Jesus to the next of them. Baby uh, Jesus, Lord Naveed, whatever you want to call him, it is what it is. Fresh Prince of O.C. No, no, you do not <laughs> oh, get that title, bad. actually. You like, don't. You know, one time in Lake Elsinore, true story, it was such a long set before this they let us This better be a set. fast story, dude. It's really quick. It took so long for me to go up on stage, and all these guys were like cracked out and everything at Elsinore by this time, I'm telling you, they're all acting weird. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this, Tark. Fuck this, Mikey. I don't even care about saying my name. They're not going to care. I'm just going to go by Jesus Dick. And they started cracking up. And Mikey goes like, I'm pretty papes. And I just take the mic from, and I'm Jesus Dick. I'm <laughs> telling you weird crackheads just start peeking their heads out of their tents. Like, where, little where, like, where? Yeah. And it stuck. I want to see this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Dick. I'll tell you what, for that last hour, we probably did have the biggest fan base of a grand total of eight people watching. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, dude. Eight followers, dude. That's yeah. a start right there. It's better than the three we started off with. Not a solid start, but it is a start. All right, so let's get into it. Again, this is History as Fuck, Naveed. Don't talk to us about your stupid stories. Jesus, Dick. <laughs> um, and we got a really fun podcast for you today. It's still history, but today we're going to be talking about historical movies, television shows, you know, anything like that for the most part. Um, cause what I found while I was doing this, I was like, I like TV a lot more than I like movies right now. I mean, obviously there are classic movies out there and stuff, but to me, television is just far superior than movies are at the moment. You know, that's just where the money's going. That's where like some of the best actors are right now. And, um, when I think of historical pieces, I guess I'll just kick this guy right off. Um, I was watching this show last year. It's called Genius and it's a series produced by, um, Oh, who's the fucking Happy Days fuck? Uh, Ron Howard. Uh, oh, nice. Right? Yeah. Uh, he produced it, and I think he might have directed it too. I'm not positive, but it's called Genius, and this first season was based on Albert Einstein. Okay. And it was phenomenal. Yeah, like they it had was uh, Jeffrey Rush, right? Yes. He was playing Einstein. Yes, yeah, dude, it that. was really fucking good, man, because. Um, you know, and again, with, with entertainment, with like, you know, movies and television today, we're seeing, um, you know, art, they say, mimics real life. Right. Like art is a mirror to like reality, what's going right, on in real yeah. life. And, you know, what we see with our, our main characters today is um, very complicated people. Right. Like the hero always isn't a hero in the purest form. Yeah. Right. He has evil things inside of him. He, you know, he could be corrupt. He, you know, whatever. He's just not a, the best person, but he is a person and he's a real person. Yeah, Characters are starting to like finally like reflect real people. Yeah. And for so long in, in movies a lot, they were just like these archetypal. Yes. Archetypal. I don't know. Archetypes. Archety <laughs> no, archetypal. You're right archetypal. with that though. Um, types of characters. And they were just kind of one dimensional and boring and you sort of knew how things were going to end. Yeah. The hero gets the latest. Very predictable. It might be. But now with television shows and you're getting like anti-heroes and all mm -hmm. these different kinds of more complicated characters. And TV like lets you tell like longer stories. That's the best part about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can do an hour episode, which is pretty much a movie already. Right. And we still have nine more episodes to go of this world, of this yeah. story, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think that actually is conducive to telling like 
true or hi historical based stories because usually you know history is really complicated right and if you want to give like a good story you got to give a lot of different sides need, and a lot of different absolutely. background information and all that stuff you so, need time to tell that story yeah, like shit like narcos right yeah. like narcos what a fantastic show and they're able to really show. like really get deep into like you know the cartels their role in uh, Colombia, mm -hmm. the hunt for him on the other side, like all that stuff, mm -hmm. you're able to tell over you know ten episodes or so instead of a two hour movie, and it really and, and, works. And even with that, it's a great example of you know our anti hero, you know, because Pablo Escobar is the anti hero of that show, right? right. And oh, dude, that dude plays him so well, so well, amazing. So and good. and I heard motherfuckers like complaining, it's like, oh, it's not even like a real accent. He's Brazilian. It's like, dude, shut the shit. fuck up, dude. He's shit. an actor. Yeah. This is his job. No, dude, that Still guy plays it so well. End of it anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but that was really great too because you got to see these uh, these two sides of of Pablo. You know what I mean? You got to see this narco side of him as the leader of this Medellin cartel who's evil and stuff like that. And then you also saw how loving of a family guy he was. You know what I mean? He loved his wife. He loved his kids. And and you really felt like genuine about that. You know, like it felt good to see those scenes. Yeah. And you fell in love with him. Yeah, it's that's, good. To get that's the worst part about it. Characters definitely. Um. And so the same thing was very similar with this Albert Einstein story, you know, because, um, you know, you don't really learn much about Albert Einstein in school besides, you know, like some of the things like he might have um, thought of as a uh, whatever his thing was, astrophysics, whatever. I, I don't know what he did or whatever. Yeah, the whole e theory of relativity, E equals MC squared. All that stuff. shit, you know, general relativity and everything. Right. And, um, and you know, we he's almost like he's loved throughout the world, right, as this like genius scientist who's who, you know done so much for us or whatever yeah but he was a terrible parent and what? husband i didn't even know he had kids oh. oh yeah oh yeah he had uh he had two kids i believe it was was never really there for him um <laughs> he tried to be there later in life one of the kids i think tried to commit suicide oh, fuck. um and his wife um his wife was actually apparently a genius scientist as well but since Albert Einstein's Albert Einstein. The, he kind of yeah. said like, "Listen, yeah. you gotta you gotta stick to the kids because I need my mind free to here's do some, some work." Some crayons go go do your math for sure. And yeah. she, dude, she was yeah. struggling because she's like, you know, she's a very smart mind, and she like wanted to, you know, be with him and be a part of him and and invent all these things or whatever. And you know, she had baby duties, you know, mother yeah. duties and stuff. And and he didn't do any father duties. You yeah, know? that's part of the time they lived in, right? And this is like nineteen. 20s 1930s most yep. likely around that time yeah i mean there was definitely more roles misogyny more i guess more defined roles yeah defined roles yeah people are women do your job yeah, yeah. <laughs> well not to mention when you're like a genius there's there's low-key social side effects that come with that you are so like creative with certain things you know mm -hmm. that like let's say a social outcome or a social situation will throw you the fuck out of there. Someone, it, I mean, it's proven. People that are geniuses are low key insane. Sure. Like an IQ of 162. Holy shit, you're smart. But when you go back home, you're looking at things differently. For example, my brother, super fucking smart. Mm -hmm. 162 was his IQ. Wow. But he really? looks at things and sees them so fucking differently. What, what's than the what genius IQ? Isn't it like over 150 or something like that? I couldn't tell you, but I remember at a young age, the doctor was like, he is really smart. Not to mention, in a body, because he has cerebral palsy, in a body that's not fully capable to do all the things right. that he wants. So God knows, maybe that's why he's a little more 
well, irritable maybe, and yeah. frustrated because he's so goddamn smart in a body that can't do much. Oh, right. But then again, look at well, Stephen Hawking. They... The motherfucker made a computer that speaks before computers were out. So For sure. I For mean, sure. there's limits. <clears throat> but, like, fuck. E equals MC squared. Damn, you just broke a math equation no one in the world could fix. But then he comes home and sucks at parenting. Yeah, it's like and it's funny some because shit happens. I, I think of, <laughs> you're good at everything. Right. right. Exactly. Well, and I think of Stanley Kubrick when I when I hear these things, you know, because um, you know, rumored was is he was a genius. He had like some off the charts IQ, and uh, I remember an interview Nicole Kidman was talking about working with him on set for Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. And he, she said he would never, he never spoke to her once. Whoa. He had a messenger go and relay a message to her and she had to tell the messenger back and then he would go tell Kubrick and that's how he'd communicate with people. That's oh, like super insane. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah it's just crazy. like, I mean, you're fucking psycho. <laughs> you're a crazy person, okay. Yeah, dude, I, I just watched uh, The Aviator the other day, oh, you know, it's a great movie. with uh, Leo DiCaprio. Uh-huh. That's Scorsese's, right? Yeah, Scorsese, about Howard Hughes yeah. building, um, you know, Spruce Goose and everything like that in the 20s, 30s, 40s, mm-hmm. um, building new aircraft and shit. And that's exactly the way he was, just like this. The movie goes really deep into his um, obsession over, like, cleanliness and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. You yes, know? yes. And they, they, the movie talks about how it sort of develops from him as a childhood, and I guess when he was a kid, where he was living in, I think it was Texas or something, it was like a fever, right? There's a lot of, you know, it's kind of swampy down there in that area, I suppose, and so there's a lot of fevers and things mm-hmm. like that. And so I think it was get, Arlington, gets, like, for some reason that sounds familiar. might be. Um, it just like, gets instilled in his mind, like, the world is unsafe. And yeah. so he just, like, takes that as an older man and just, like, spirals out of control with it, where, yeah. like, everybody's he's like talking through doors and people everybody's in his employees oh yeah he'd go yeah. crazy like an extreme germaphobe right oh right, yeah right. absolutely to yeah. the extreme he went, he went deep yeah where he like wouldn't leave rooms and like everybody who worked for him were like wore gloves yeah and, he'd kind of yeah. get like vertigo or something like that right like he'd yeah. kind of like in in the movie they they talk where he, he like develops like these OCD episodes where he like start just like repeating words over and over yes. again almost yeah, like he, a Tourette's yeah he just gets caught and he's yeah. like duh, yeah. Duh, duh. yeah it's really weird I don't know if that's really the way Howard Hughes was but you know it's, you know, it's it was a good movie yeah but it shows you yeah, you can just like really explore a character like that mm-hmm. yeah even though he is a real person, it leaves you a lot of room when you do movies to sort of accentuate certain parts of the character that you want. Right. Because Howard Hughes, I'm sure, was a very complicated, more complicated than they made him out to be. I mean, as we all are. You right. know what I mean? We all have contradicting thoughts, you know, and values and morals and all those kind of things, too. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, like, I would be fascinated to, like, really talk to, like, a serious germaphobe like that. Because I'm sure it makes sense in their mind, yeah. you know? Like, I'm sure it makes total sense, like, the world being this unsafe like totally germ, germ well for sure dude thing, and i mean know? you almost see like parents today like um overprotective with their kids you know and germs and stuff like that you know well, like well, uh that's the wrong thing to do though well for sure you know i mean you should be exposed to it especially at an early age yeah. so you can evolve to it and you know your body can get used to these yeah. things so you don't get so sick when it happens you know later on in life yeah your body your body pretty much develops like a defense system at that young age yeah you know and all that good yeah. stuff but you're absolutely right. Uh, I think, what the fuck? Health class Mr. Jung, that buff-ass little Asian dude out of Lisa Nago. Remember that? He goes, like, I, I just had a kid, yada, yada, yada. You know, my wife, she's really strict about, you know, where he crawls. Obviously, due to, like, objects, you know, falling or whatever, banging mm-hmm. his head. But, like, his hands will get dirty, the baby's kid's hands, and he'll start putting it in its mouth. And then Mr. Jung's like, 
I will let him do that because his body is literally building defense and immune systems through yes. doing that. Yeah. And it's the younger you are, the stronger your body is. Yeah. I'm not going to say like a baby young where you're like feeble to, let's say, fucking up. You know, a flu could fuck you up as a kid. For sure. But these little things, like little microbacteria. Yes. Not to mention, you had said something earlier, and it just made me think of something I heard yesterday. Mutations with germs. Mm -hmm. That shit obviously develops more when you're older. But someone told me that in Southern California, and I'm sorry to go off a little off topic on this, but we have developed not just the clap, a super clap, where there's a mutation in clap in SoCal right now, and they are trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Like, it's the clap to the extreme. Wow, I've never heard of this. Yeah, it, like, really severely da damages internal organs and whatnot. It's not just, like, your penis anymore or whatever and being contagious and passing it around. It'll fuck up your internal organs. And for women, it's dangerous because they might not ever be able to have you know, babies or something like that. Wow. It's like what Scarface said. So this woman is so polluted, man, I can't even have a fucking kid with her, you know what I <laughs> Sorry to go off so, topic. Yeah, <laughs> so for anybody listening in Southern California, beware the super clap. Yeah. <laughs> the super clap is coming for ya. And if you're a baby, just catch that shit early so you don't have to deal with it later on. Did you, <laughs> you guys ever see um, Apollo 13? Ron Howard's movie? Speaking of Ron Howard? Apollo 13. Yeah, Tom um, Hanks, uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude, absolutely. What a great movie. Oh, yeah, Talk about absolutely. Historical movies, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That one's insane. Oh, yeah. Like the way he pulls off, like having three dudes just inside of a uh, small capsule mm -hmm. for like the majority of the movie. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it'd be very boring. But oh, with yeah. everything that goes on, like they're managed to make it very exciting. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. I love, um, especially for space movies and whatever. Dude, this podcast kind of just going over now, but um, I love the way Kubrick displayed space in two thousand one. Yeah, because um, yeah. it's so just fucking eerily real. It feels like you know, like when he's outside in space itself, like outside this craft, just dead silence. Right. No sound. No nothing. Like you don't even hear the explosion of the door he's trying to come into mm -hmm. until he's inside the actual craft itself. Right. Right. So beautiful. Dude. Yeah. Kubrick did a great job. Same thing in that uh, Gravity, Al Alfonso Cuarón. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh yeah, it was uh, Sandra Bullock, George yeah. Clooney. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, dude, that one's insane. Dude, I gotta, Same I gotta thing. watch that one. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, um, yeah, they do a great job because you can get the physics like uh, of everything moving. Mm -hmm. um, Interstellar. I don't remember how that. they displayed space there. I remember I really enjoyed the movie a lot, but um, I don't remember like how yeah, I don't know if went real it felt. It was yeah. cool. I think it was a little more overrated than people say. And, really, yeah. I, I to me, yeah. it was one of my favorite space movies That's I've what seen. Everyone I like said. it. Yeah. I, don't know. I thought it was great. See, I thought it was great. I thought I love the way they displayed the ghosts as like that other dimension. You know, of people like Matthew McConaughey just like reaching out and stuff. Yeah. So fucking sick, dude. He goes deep on that. Like, Very. It's like string theory physics, type yeah, shit. I, I think yeah. So I think that he's saying he like he based that on like yeah. our latest understanding of physics, but I, I don't know. Dude. Yeah. Oh, Who knows? That shit could change tomorrow, guy, dude. Physics. It's crazy. Yeah, well, I forgot what I was gonna say. I don't know. Um, what were we talking? About? <laughs> well, what's your favorite history movie or television show? Television show or history movie? Yeah. You know, as history movies go, I, li I really like the biopics of stuff. Like, Muhammad Ali was really fucking Biopics are phenomenal, dude. Oh, yeah, the Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. I think oh, that's a really good one. That I like that really a lot, dope. yeah. I'm not going to lie. Uh, 
Malcolm X was really sick too. Yeah, Malcolm X was good. Because I, I, like I didn't know too much, and that filled me in. And oddly enough, speaking of Muhammad Ali, it kind of ties in there because they had that relationship, him right. and Malcolm, mm-hmm. and then dude like Farrakhan and all that stuff. Like yeah, dilemmas occurred while in Africa, out of all mm-hmm. places, to do the fight. I mean, those are probably my favorite ones. As far as TV shows go, you guys are probably... I know Andy's not going to like this because he's a weird, non-religious Jew. (laughs) Yeah, I said it. Yeah, you can be Jewish and not be religious. Anyways, go on. But you're like, you don't believe in God. That's the funny part. Yeah, so plenty of Jews don't believe in God. Isn't that atheist, Tim? Yeah, you're it his, is. You're, I'm you're still a person. Here. So tell me why I did my 23 in me and it said I'm 48.7% Ashkenazi Jew with no religion ties whatsoever. It says Jew? It says Ashkenazi Jew. What's the Ashkenazi? <laughs> wow, dude, you're so disrespectful, What the fuck man. is that word? I've never heard of Ashkenazi that. is a Jew. There's two different types of Jews. You have Sephardic Jews, which are African, Egyptian kind of Jews, and then you have Ashkenazis, which are like the European kind of Jews. There's definitely got to be more Jew than that. I think there's one other Jew out there as well. What about well. the dreadlock Jew? Who's the dreadlock the, Jew? The weird little dreadlock thing, pony, that's, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's, that's just a sector that of Judaism now. That's mm. that's aside from the actual people. You know, okay. that's uh, so. Orthodox Jews are, you know, they live their lives a certain way. Now, Ashkenazi Jews, you don't yeah. have to follow that code. You know what I mean? You just Most American Jews are Ashkenazi Jews, so if not all. They pretty much put it like the ethnicity is yes. Jewish. It is an ethnicity. It is an ethnicity. If you look it up, in, yeah, we, I, If you even yeah, look it up in I, Google, it'll say ethno religion. Uh, so Jew's really not a bad word if they called you Jew on a twenty three and Me. No, no, Jew is not a bad. So word. So then, why are you freaking the fuck out every time I say Jew? Well, just because I just like to give you shit. Oh, stop doing it. I'm gullible and I'm thinking I'm hurting you. That's because you're a puss. What yeah, was your TV show? I'm a loving friend. What was your TV oh, show? the Bible. Dog. <laughs> that shit the was Bible, fucking dope. That Shut was the dope. fuck hey, up. Hey, hey. First so off, that's all pe- fake anyway. Okay, so. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I was just about to say, hey, to some people, it might not be true because they don't believe in the Bible. It, but it's I'm not a fucking true. Muslim. I don't, I don't, you know. But to see those stories, you know, and, and that, like how you guys said before with the TV shows having more to show mm-hmm. rather than a movie. Sure. For example, like Passion of the Christ. That was a long ass movie and it only showed like. The New Testament part. This fucking Bible showed the whole damn thing from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. Because you always hear like the little... Well, it's a good story. That's the thing. It's, it's a good story. God damn, they turned it into an action movie but, too. But you know, the it thing is, is there's so many holes in that story because it's so, many. so old. So many. What I love is the it beginning. It wasn't good writing back then. What I love is the beginning because God is such a dick in the Old Testament, right? Mm-hmm. And the very first one, they kind of... Well, they give you the brief history of the very, very beginning, obviously, Adam Eve ship, but they kind of start oh, with the God, main story is with the Abraham story, thing. And it's so funny. What is it? Ishmael and fucking... What's the other kid? Ishmael uh, and Israel or some shit, maybe? Isaac? Isaac, yeah. I think I think it's Isaac. Who are Abraham's sons? Yeah. Is that what it is? But the first one is bared by another woman because his... Abraham's wife's womb is so polluted she can't have a fucking kid. <laughs> so, <laughs> so God plants his seed in another girl and says, here's your baby. And then when that thing's like, what, 16 or 18 or some shit, God decides like, hey, you know what? I'm going to unpollute your wife's womb and give her, give you guys a She's real She's going to get my seed now yeah. and we're going to name yeah. this baby Jesus. No, it wasn't. That's not Jesus came. not at all. Oh. I, think that, I think that one was Isaac, wasn't it? What's the that? second one was Isaac, I believe. 
If I had to take a guess, I, I think have no fucking second. idea, dude. Either the story way, sucks anyway. But he said, I will give you this kid after, mind you, a lot of shit happens. He's about to have to kill his first kid in order to get this new one, and he's freaking out. And right before he guts this goddamn first child because God oh, told him to. Oh, right. He, goes, he had to sacrifice a kid. Right, yeah. Right. Well, he was about to. Like, yeah. He's yeah. Holding I do fucking, remember the story. Like, he's on top of a hill or something like that. What? I don't know. I, I just, I I'm getting Hebrew math, school flashbacks. Like a, like a stake, you know, you put in the ground. And. He's about to fucking jam it into his chest, his yeah. son's chest. He's fucking crying. I can't believe that the God's asking him to do this. And all of a sudden, and right a, before he hits it, God's like, Holt, yeah, you're first good. Off, Never mind. What a I bitch. What a bitch he's going to follow through. You know what I mean? Just because God demanded you. Well, then the worst part is God says pretty much psych. Yeah, because he's like, dude, you're a fucking dumbass. Why would you even kill your own kid? I don't know. For me? I Who am I? Know. I'm nobody. I don't even exist. I'm in yes, your head. You're a crazy you. person this entire this, time. Tim? Do you hear this, Tim? I think Aren't Abraham was. <laughs> he's not either. So I'm dealing. With I mean, he's Jewish by ethnicity. Okay. All right. Well, we've got fucking. Are you religious? Are you religious, Tim? Am I religious? Not really. Yeah. 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 No. You're too logical for that, anyways. Well, you know, I'm not fucking religious, and I don't. I'm. And if I was to be, I'd be Muslim, like my family is. Regardless, his Bible shows dope. So <laughs> the kid gets shunned away. He's like, all right, you got to shun that kid away with that wife. And uh, then you can have your new one with your real wife, right? <laughs> and while they go, Ishmael and them are shunned off. But oddly enough, you know, the few things I do know about the Quran, mm-hmm. that that's how, that's Ishmael. That's our guy. Mm-hmm. That's where our Quran starts. Right. And he is the son of God, technically, because if God just magically made a baby with someone who didn't plant a seed in him except himself, yeah. well, then that is. So, I mean... I enjoyed it. I liked a lot of the stories, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was fucking exaggerated here and there, you know? Duh. Let alone the Bible. <laughs> what? I wouldn't be surprised. Let alone the Bible itself <laughs> might be exaggerated, but the movie. Bro, it's fake. No, but the movie's <laughs> action scenes are fucking gangster, bro. You, you would be entertained, I'm telling you. you oh, yeah, I'm sure, dude. Much When was that made? Do we know? Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, like that one's pretty ago. recent. My mother loves that shit. It, yeah, it was. It and I say shit because it is shit. I know it started a few years ago, but I feel like they redid it maybe well, in a history, different the history book. History Channel though has done a few pretty interesting shows though. Have you ever seen that Hatfields and McCoys one with uh, Kevin Costner? No, that sounds very familiar yeah, though. Dude, um, was it was it Bill Bill Paxton was the other guy? I think so. It sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. I know, did, I know did, all did, those names. Yeah, they, it was like a four, four or five part miniseries on uh, the Hatfields and the McCoys <laughs> on History Channel. That's Same fucking thing, sick. Like, similar to the Bible where they do right. that, like they just have actors. But yeah. this one, I don't think had um, like narrators. I think because I think the Bible show had narrators. But anyway, that was really good because mm-hmm. the Hatfields and McCoys is one of those things like in American folklore, mm-hmm. pretty famous, but nobody really knows much of the story. Well, tell us a little bit about it. I'm yeah. I'm not too sure on it. So from what I can Hatfields remember, Hatfields and McCoys sounds like guns. Yeah, sort of. It's it's like a famous family feud. Okay. So the Hatfields and the McCoys. It was oh, like, so it's kind it, of like our version yeah. of the Montagues and uh, <laughs> what what's that fucking other family yeah, called? The, the Capulets. The Capulets. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Romeo and Juliet. No, it's not quite as romantic as Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this is American. That's why. But it is a true story. There were uh, there was two families called the Hatfields, and the other one's called the McCoys. I don't remember where exactly they were. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kentucky, something somewhere like somewhere in the Midwest. It sounds yeah, like likely. Um, I don't even know what time frame this is. Like 19th century. I don't know when mm-hmm. though. Um, but essentially, argument arises over. I think this uh, the legend goes it's like a pig. Something about like you stole a pig from over here. Somebody took my pig. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it ends up with re- retaliation, right? Of course. One family does something to the one person, mm-hmm. the other family comes over and retaliates, and it escalated into this point where there was a blood feud mm-hmm. between these two families, and it crippled this, like, an entire town. Um, governor ends up, like, calling out troops or something like that, and... Uh, yeah, it ends up with people, I, I think at least five or six people died from either family. Somebody got hung for, you know, murder. A couple people got hung for murder. Um, so, yeah, like, shit went down. And so History Channel covers this whole thing. Um, Kevin Costner plays, I think, Mr. McCoy. I think I think lead McCoy. And then Bill Paxton is uh, uh, Mr. Hatfield. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember exactly. Um but it was it was a good one, man. That History Channel's done a few of those. They mm-hmm. did one called Texas Rising about um, you know the Alamo and everything mm-hmm. like that. I never right. I never saw that one, but no, I haven't. It's supposed to be good, but History Channel was doing some weird shit for a while where they were like just doing modern marvels and right. yeah and Hitler shows. When I was in, when I was in school and like in the history department, they used to call it the, Hist- the Hitler Channel because mm-hmm. there wasn't really much history other than like World War II and modern marvels. Like, right, that's all right, you get. Right. So if you want to talk about Nazis or like bridges. History Channel was your, History Channel was your place to go. And Nazis <laughs> or bridges? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking History it. Channel, dude. And then they ended up getting into shit like um, Swamp People. Yeah. Remember Swamp People, yeah. Pawn Stars, and but they they started to do some cool stuff where they're doing more of these mini series based type. Um, oh, you son of a bitch! I know. Sorry. Um, these mini series and that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think History Channel, they have a couple good things. There, there's they do. some good stuff happens. You know, it's crazy to think how, like, back in, I'm not going to say all the time when I was in class did I hate watching those history movies that we were forced to watch or, like, take notes on or whatever. Yeah. But I'll probably, I'm being honest, I think I watch and enjoy more history things now from top to bottom, you name it. You know, I I could find myself interested in fucking like random shit if if it just happens to be on. More now than ever before. And I don't know if it's because it was forced on me and just like, you know, anything else really in the world. When something's forced on you, you kind of jump back a little bit. Whereas like you take it away, then you're more intrigued. And now I sit there and I'm like, holy shit. You know, planet Earth has never been so fucking amazing to watch in my life than now, mm. for oh, some reason. Show, no, it's so great. Amazing. Yeah, no, right? Planet Earth is show. phenomenal. Planet Earth is great. I think it's just, you know, you have interests in, you'll find them yourself. You know what I mean? So when somebody is throwing something onto you, it's just harder to become interested in it. You Absolutely. know? Absolutely. It's just, it's, it's forced upon you. It, yeah, anytime you can pick up your own interests. Like, yeah. that's the best way to teach history, I yeah. think, is to find the things that people like and just be like, okay, go figure out the past. Yeah. You give people the tools to, like, find out history, and then they'll figure out the rest. Right. And then they'll fall in love with it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Let them choose what they want to research, you yeah. know? Yeah, but I, I get it. At a certain point, you know, in school, you're, you try to, the purpose is to teach kids to have at least a basic knowledge of events in order for them to have a uh, a clear picture of sort of how right. we got to the world today so i get it you kind of have to sacrifice that kind of thing but uh, when it comes to, like writing like writing essays rather than writing an essay about something you don't care about if you give somebody a topic about that they really really passionate about with history yeah. be like you know fashion or whatever it may be like they'll go deep on it oh yeah and they'll really love it oh yeah absolutely That's a good dude. way to do it but um Oh, I, I mean, one of one of the best papers I wrote, you know, it was on um, this comedian Bill Hicks. And I had to, like, you know, talk about the times of why he didn't blow up 
in the era that he did and why like what was going on in america at that time right. you know and because he was so just anti-america mm. not even anti-america because if you look at it he's almost the most patriotic person at that time but he's he's going against the grain so much so that the american people have a hard time even listening to him because popular at that time is jerry seinfeld you know oh. so every comedian in those clubs has their you know, suit sleeves rolled up and stuff like that, you know, yeah. and here comes Bill Hicks walking out with black on black, just talking about how much you guys suck because nobody pays attention <laughs> to anything, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> That's neat. That makes sense. What, what uh, decades was Bill Hicks in? Uh, he was the 80s. 80s and he died like 93. When, when was Andrew Dice Clay doing his thing? Same. Same time. Same. Same. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was huge. He was huge then. Yeah. He just had like the younger crowd, I guess you could say, or raunchy crowd. Just what? a How just different dude. He was so gimmicky. You know, like dude, you watch Bill Hicks, and he is like what comedy is right now. Mm. You know what I mean? Raw. Mm. You know, you speak your mind. Um, you obviously make it funny, but you know, you're there's a lot of truth coming out. You know, Dice Clay was very. I mean. You know, I don't want to say hacky, but it is hacky in a sense. You know what I mean? It's, I think, oh, yeah. hey, the bitch sucked my dick. Hey, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's just like kind of awesome. It, yeah, but it's kind of <laughs> cheesy. You know yeah. what I mean? R- Rogan, I think Rogan called it like rock and roll comedy. Right. right? No, or absolutely. Like, it sells tickets. No, right? exactly. Because people are I mean, like, you know, saying like, oh, say this joke or whatever. And like, you know, he'll do it. But you say that to Bill Hicks and he's like. What he's like, dude? I'm not like your little fucking yeah. jukebox, dude. You don't put a you don't yeah. put a fucking quarter in me, and I'm like, hey, da, 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 da. you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. he would that, fucking like, rip people kind of apart. Is definitely not what's going on nowadays. No, it's definitely, definitely not, dude. You know what's interesting about Hicks too was they said um, that he he influenced Carlin into going black on black as well. Because Hicks, Hicks was rocking the black on black as soon as he entered the game. Like, he was who he was right out the gate for the most part. You know, when Carlin started, he was dappered up. You know, he was wearing a suit and tie and everything and, and talking about the hippy-dippy weatherman and stuff like that, you know. And then, you know, around the late 80s, late 80s early 90s, he switches his thing up and he goes ponytail black on black. Ooh. And he's raw mm, at that yeah. point. Raw. And before that, the only dude I ever knew was Hicks rocking that look you know oh many people rocking that look before hicks that were way cooler and way more american are you waiting for the answer i'm waiting for you to say something else the black panthers that's nothing to even do with what we were talking about anyways what are you talking about (laughs) They were yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. rocking black on black for 30 years before Hicks got on that bitch. Yeah, but that's not comedy. A lot of Where people, is your mind? A lot of people found it funny. Jesus, dude. <laughs> a lot of people found it funny in the South. God, you're fucking retarded. Yeah, you know, I am on one, one thing today. that's never had a, like a uh, movie is the, the Black Panthers. I can't, I mean, like, they show up in Didn't they just have their movie? Shut the uh, fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Like Wakanda. How dare he talk about Wakanda like that? You Oshkoshi Jew. You how dare you? Huh? I wonder if there's Safari Jew. Don't be mad because I got the blood of the gods. You know what's really funny that you say that? You believe in that shit? No, I don't believe in that. Uh yeah, because you don't believe in anything. <laughs> so uh in Iran they have this term called Sayed. That's that's the word in Farsi, right? Mm-hmm. And once upon I mean it still means something of very religious people in mm-hmm. Iran. 
but back in the day, oh my god, it was like like how uh, segregation was with like white only bathrooms and black only bathrooms and stuff like that. Not so much of like you get shunned for going, you know, because they didn't like black people at, at that time. It's not so say much that. Some, say it with some balls. Yeah, they didn't like black they didn't people, like at, black that people at that time. You know, black people weren't very fond of them, fortunately, at that time. <laughs> but the segregation that we had over there was different because Sayeds had their own, you know, stuff, showers, uh-huh. bathrooms, whatever the fuck it may be, parts of the restaurant they would sit, different Oh, by the restroom. Yeah, stick those black people no, by no, the no. restrooms. Because they believe that, and it's very similar, just like how we were talking about the Bible and the book, like Ishmael starts with him leaving, but that's all you hear from him in the Bible, but the Quran starts, you know? Um, what the say is they believe that, the same thing, 12 disciples, right? Mm-hmm. 12 followers, main people of, you know, homeboy. <laughs> and But instead, the bloodlines still continue. So a lot of these last names are still correlated with these, 12 disciples, so so to say, but in the Muslim religion. I'm sorry, I am so lost right now, though. Pretty much, imagine if the 12 disciples in the Bible still had their bloodline running. Uh-huh. And if you were named like Watson, that's how you knew that he was from the prophet David. They still believe in shit like that, but in the Quran way, so not necessarily. That's really sad. Well, it's not because I'm saying it. So I get treated very differently, especially by the older folk. I'm telling you, younger folk don't give a fuck. They're, before, it used to be you get a tattoo, is you the, get uh, branded for that is shit. The, uh, Musavi, does the Musavi bloodline run to uh, the poor farmers? No, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to one of the 12 prophets that we had. I don't believe so that I, for one second. I, bro, I believe you guys were I rice pickers back in the day, dude. that is holy. Sheep herders. Bro, that's what they believe. Go it's herd crazy. some sheep, dude. My grandma loves it. She's like, oh, in Farsi translated, oh, my grandson, the blood of the holiness, and just goes on. And Farsi sounds way cooler. But, yeah, because you, know. you sound like a... But it's it's pretty dope. Not to mention, if you you know, if I was living in Iran and I'm trying to bang someone's daughter and I'm asking for permission because they still do that over there, they hear my last name. I got I got the sisters. I ain't just got the daughter no more. I just got the whole fucking family after that shit. Grandma, auntie, <laughs> whoever, you know, whoever. All right, so let's try to wing tail this back. right back into history as fuck. Sorry we detoured for and that's okay a little bit. Let me let me ask you guys something to get back on topic. Okay. What do you think the worst History movie? Yeah. The Bible, for sure. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> they didn't make a movie on the Bible. There's no movie called Bible. Oh, no. My bad. Passion of the Christ. You're such an asshole. <laughs> That's a great movie. Thank you, Tim. It's, Passion, yeah. Passion of the Christ is a great movie. I've actually, I've never, yeah. I've never even yeah. seen it. Oh, what did you have? I've never even seen it. Talking about it, you never even seen it. Yeah, dude, they want to do what the fuck I want to do. I ain't got, hey! Um, no, I don't know. Worst, worst history movie? Worst? That's tough. I yeah. There's been some... Maybe, maybe even the most inaccurate. Well, you know, I was going to talk about I one like um, that I like. I like the story, but I didn't necessarily like the movie too much. But I, I heard the movie actually got pretty good reviews. But it's the um, the Zodiac Killer movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh yeah, it was Does done. It was done what like two thousand eight or something like that. Some maybe two thousand twelve or something. Yeah, something like that. Right. Um, it's a good one. It's David Fincher. I, I, it's a I long mean, one. the movie was cool, but uh, you know, I I was fascinated with the Zodiac back in high school. Um, I read his book, not his book, but you know, the book about him. And um, I mean, the book was way better. Obviously, it's usually sorry, as it goes. Right, what's the soul Zodiac? Then, so the Zodiac was uh, this infamous uh, serial killer in San Francisco Bay Area, like um, oh Vallejo um, and a couple other areas around the surrounding seventies, wasn't it? Yeah. 
and um, he never got caught. What the fuck? He never got caught, and he was he was a super genius actually because he would. I told you, ingenious people are insane, man. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, well, dude, it's super just genius. well. So what he would do is he would write. Why they call him the Zodiac Killers? Because he would write all. He would send these letters, and they were all in Zodiac lettering right and so he would the police he would send them into the newspapers and the police departments and they would have to bring in these cryptologists in order to uh you know figure out what the fuck he's saying in there and stuff these messages yeah it's like taunting the newspapers and the police and stuff kind of like jack the ripper style yeah so like at the end of about it well so at the end of it it, he would like you know sign it as um it'd be like his sign the zodiac sign like say like 33 and then it'd be like sfpd zero as in, like, he hasn't gotten caught yet and he's killed 43 people so far. Oh, my God. And so they actually, they arrested somebody that they thought was him. What? what and while what? this guy was in prison, they got another letter from the Zodiac. Dog. So they didn't catch They the never guy. caught him. What, what years is this in? We, we said, like, the 70s, yeah. 70s? How long has he been doing it for, though? Was he getting Well, he hasn't, I mean, there's been no signs of him I since. Think, is he still I, fucking? I think they were able to directly attribute, like, six or seven, eight, nine, something like that. To what? him. Death? Murders, yeah, yeah, something like that. I think it was more, for sure. I, don't know. I, I, don't I mean, know. when I was reading it, they're like, you know, he has like a recorded like... He like, claims a whole bunch, but I don't he, know He definitely claims a whole bunch, but... able to really attribute But he also him. paints pictures, too, of like his scenes, you know what I mean? So he, he would write the letters, and he would say like um, how they died, what he used... Um, how he did it, you know, because the cops didn't believe it. They're like, oh, this guy's just fucking sending it this information in to fuck with us, you know, or whatever. But he would detail it, you know what I mean? Like, I shot her with this bullet, whatever. It'll be imprinted with this, whatever you can see. And, you know, all that stuff was true. Um, oh God, I, I totally lost train of thought. Um, uh, he, he's he's pretty much mocking the PD with telling them Very much so, yeah. And they don't believe the movie, it. The movie itself, right, does a pretty good job of giving you that whole... The whole story, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they pretty much, you know, they they definitely covered, you know, most of the stuff for sure. Um, I don't know. I just didn't. I wasn't the biggest fan of the movie for some reason. Yeah, it's I was like, for long, some reason, it could be long, better. I don't know what it is, but it just know. it could it, have been it's tough to make that kind of thing. Maybe a television exciting. show would have served it better. Maybe. You know, maybe because yeah. you can draw that story out longer and you can actually show like all the details that went in behind it. You know, because dude, he was talking. He wrote them a letter. He's like, dude, you guys were so close to me once. Time, like we were both in the park, and I saw a couple of your cop buddies racing around on their bikes and stuff like that. And you know, they had me blocked in, I was just hiding in the bushes, you know, and I had to wait it out for a couple hours. But you guys never searched, you were just riding around on your bikes, you know, fucking around and stuff what? like that. Yeah, dude, does this guy ever get fucking caught? No, no, he's never been caught. I mean, we can assume he's dead now because where we've... is he sending? How is he sending this shit? What do you mean? Just yeah. the mail. P.O. boxes. This is the 70s, dude. Yeah. There's no, there's no... There's no email, no text messaging, no nothing like that. So he's just literally sending in letters. And, and some of them he would sign with the victim's blood as well. Oh, my fucking terrible police work. Oh, yeah. This is, this is why you need to be fucking at least get... Can you... Uh, hold on. <laughs> he they is need, frustrated, they need, they need folks. education for these fucking cops. They get out of high school, if they get out of high school, and they just go be- into the police academy and carry a fucking gun and, and, and enforce the law and, and try to look for the Zodiac killer, <laughs> a fucking genius. The detectives are the 
ones that have to get him, not the cops. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, well the I'm, cops I'm sure are everybody's racing looking, while the guys you know in what the I mean? bush. But detectives are like <laughs> the ones searching for him for sure. Oh, grad graduated from what school? The corner. The corner. The fuck. Like I know these streets like the back of my up? hand. Yeah. How long did it take for him to move up, enforcing the law he doesn't know? What the hell? It's a trip, dude. You know, one of the best uh, historical movies is um, Cleopatra. I haven't seen it, dude. Yeah, it's one of those classics. It's one of those classics. Dude, because I was going to bring up the show Rome on HBO that was on the earlier HBO seasons. Um, Because I love what they did with that. Like how they tie Cleopatra in with uh, Caesar and Mark Antony and everything like that. Yeah, because she's she's intimately involved in that whole story. Oh, yeah, dude. But but yeah, the movie Cleopatra. She was trying to woo uh, them over to Egypt to go rule over there. Yeah. yeah. Elizabeth Taylor, let's see, Rex Rex Harrison, and Richard Burton. Richard Burton was playing uh, Mark Antony. It's a really good movie because it takes you through like the Civil War as well, part of the Civil War in Rome, mm-hmm. and then into the Cleopatra story. And, and right. Then in, in the show, Rome was Antony. very similar at that time frame as right. well. Yeah. Yeah, the, the show is a little bit more because it's not Cleopatra-focused. No, but no. the movie does a good job of taking you from like her relationship with Caesar, and then after Caesar's murdered, she gets up with, uh, takes up with Mark Antony when he's in his war with Octavian. Have they discovered her palace, whatever? Like, it, it was, it's underwater for sure, right? idea i i don't know i i don't know about that i i thought i read something where like you know some of her shit was found could be yeah yeah sometimes if they don't have like a name on it it's hard to ascribe oh of course uh, a particular object to like a particular person Person. um but yeah i think there's all kinds of artifacts and there's uh descriptions of her a lot of the descriptions come from later writers Mm mm-hmm but probably yeah. like I'm, I'm sure there's like fucking like uh, hieroglyphs about her too or something. I'm, sh- I'm sure somewhere, but that's one that you definitely gotta see. If I do like like classics because that's like an epic. That was an epic before epics. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they had movies like The Ten Commandments, right? I think that's Charlton Heston. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like these big, massive, expensive movies. I think Cleopatra. They like actually like built all these sets. You know. Oh yeah, all dude. This, that was that was stuff. that's what like really was great about dollars. then, yeah. dude. And I'll even make the argument now that um, you know, a lot of the graphics were better then than they are now because you know CGI. You know, if there's not enough money put into the CGI, it looks cartoony. Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. still yeah. looks yeah. digital. You know, and and as we were saying, they had to build these sets so it looked real as fuck. Yeah, sometimes building these <clears> sets. Is- and that's that's what I think. I think CGI really plagued horror movies the most because you know, with CGI now, you can see the monsters that are in these horror movies now, whereas before, you would only see like a claw. You yeah. know, or like a snout or something right, like that, right, or just right. it breezing by really quick, and it it. it was more scary, yeah. you know? Like, it, it was way more scary than actually seeing the beast full front. That's what Jaws is famous for, right? Right. Jaws is famous that the shark wasn't working. Yeah. And so Spielberg had to be like, all right, well, I guess I'm just not going to show the shark that much. Yeah. And it, worked, it ended up working out so much better. Right? Absolutely. It looked real as fuck. Yeah. Oh, not to mention Hitchcock's Psycho, the right. infamous shower scene. Right. You never see anything. Right. Especially in those days where censorship was a huge fucking deal. Dude, you'd never actually see anything. All you see is a shadow figure. Yeah. And then you see a woman showering from the like shoulder up, because obviously right. she can't be naked, right? Right. And then you see another shadow figure, and then you see the water like just glistening over. Mm-hmm. And then a hand pull open the curtain with the other hand having a knife, goes back to her, she screams, 
And then it goes back to the sink. And mind you, there's obviously gnarly music. Eh, 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 you know, all that crap. But all you see is just fucking... And it's black and white, wasn't it, that movie? If I, if uh, I recall, yeah. it was black and yeah. white. So you just see like what looks like pencil dust going into the sink of the bathroom floor, you know? Well, I think a lesson can be learned and, and for... And you obviously know it's a murder, but you don't see anything. Well, that's the thing is, I think there's a lesson that could be learned for, you know, directors and of television and film is that, you know, uh, if you leave it up to the person's imagination, it can be that much more powerful. Yeah, sometimes less is more. Absolutely. When it comes to that kind of stuff. I, I think it's for sure like that, for yeah, especially yeah. film and television. You know, less is definitely more. Yeah, there's a lot of great directors that know how to do that kind of thing dude i mean and you know when they make those decisions dude it always turns out really well like dude for 2001 kubrick you know in the the novel they go to jupiter rather than saturn but um oh no no they go to they go to saturn instead of jupiter uh but in the movie he wasn't able to recreate the rings of saturn the way he wanted it it didn't feel real to him so he's like we got to go to jupiter instead you know Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't have it look this way. Yeah. You know, it has to look good. It has to look That's real. And it's great. You know, dude, those decisions are huge, though. You know, I mean, it makes the movie that much better. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> One of my favorite movies, not a historical, like, story, but takes place in history. Oh, bro, we going wherever with Gladiator. this podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's a classic. I love that. Gladiator? I, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah, love that movie. Yeah, that's a it's great fucking movie. Quotes for days on that movie. Yeah, dude. Oh, for sure, dude. So for many sure. quotes in that movie. God. But I love, dude, I used to Similar watch Similar with 300, too. So I mean, such times, a quotable yeah. movie at the time. Oh, yeah. Dude. You Long, know, like, oh, my God, everybody was just fucking going off with that kick scene. Yeah. But, dude, there was so much in Gladiator. This is Sparta! I wanted so much more from Gladiator. That was one where I was like, the way it ended, uh-huh. I was like, I, I wish that oh, there was man. like a 40 minute alternate ending where his like his plan succeeds, mm-hmm. you know, or like that whole thing where he gets caught at the end right, and he right. ends up in the, you know, I was like, what if we could just like have an alternate ending of the movie where he like actually goes and gets his army and comes back and fights. And sure. Okay. I used to dream about that as a kid. I, <laughs> I love that movie, dude. That one's great. You know, I mean, dude, when we when we talk of stuff like that, dude, you know, one of my favorites, of course, is Game of Thrones. You know, I mean, oh, yeah, I mean, dude, Damn it. <laughs> dude, Christ. it had to come up, dude. It's, this is not a historical movie with dragons and but shit. It, but it is to a certain extent because you know, in order to write good fiction, mm. you know, it's based off real things, you know, and you kind of change yeah, those real things and in fine order. Bitches, no, yeah. well, yeah, for yeah. sure, recognizable things like knights. And lords and ladies right well dude and you know some of the events you know what i mean so you know the story game of thrones you know kind of god i can't even talk revolves around these two houses i mean of course there's more houses but the lannisters and the starks are at the the peak of you know who we get to interact with the most in the show and um you know that directly correlates to the war of the roses you know and george r R. martin would even quote that you know because in the war of the roses you have house york and house lancaster you know, I mean, straight ties to those two houses right there. Right. No. That's so Definitely cute. Sounds super similar. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> and it was a very similar thing, too. I mean, you had two families that were both similar. Like, they were both part of the same bloodline. Yeah. Uh, but they split up eventually because they both had the same sigil. They were both flower sigils, the Lancasters and the Yorks. One was one color, the other, you know, whatever. And um, they were split because someone's like, no, I have the rightful heir to the throne. No, I have the rightful heir to the throne. And then it's just going on from there. Okay, so they and ended it's up all, fighting a war? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's a civil war between these families, man. Interesting. And they're related, of course, you this know. This is in England, right? 
Um, I don't know. I think it's England. I know he based a lot of Game of Thrones off um, Irish history. Oh, okay. Yeah, like he really because if you look at the the Game of Thrones map, like of the world, yeah, it um it's Ireland it's slanted. Actually, yeah. well, I know it's very Celtic, and I'm, I'm sorry. No, I think I think York is in England. So right. So and then the Red right. Wedding was a combination of two um, events happening in Irish history okay. uh, that he combined together to yeah. create the Red Wedding. I imagine that kind of shit happens, in, not happens, but it shows up in a lot of stories of for like sure. betrayals at weddings. Oh, it's like for sure. Super, um, I don't know if cliche is the right word, but it's like a trope. It's like a theme that you see all the time in, in um, a lot of different writings. And right. Like and, but, you know, where do they get that information? From real life. You know what I right. mean? Right. I'm sure that shit you, happened. You, like, you take what a, that. What a great way to betray somebody. Yeah, right? exactly. You know, because it's kind of hard to come up with that yeah. stuff on your own if you've never heard of it yet. You know what I mean? Like, you have to kind of read something about it in order to create your own version of it. You get what I'm saying? It's hard to just free will that shit. <laughs> Go on, talk but, shit on the thrones, dude. Yeah, the, the show that you've never yeah, seen before. The, or whatever the fuck that was. I was so lost to Starks and the fucking Ashkenakis or whatever the hell was fighting. Dude, just get war. the fuck out of my house yeah, right now, dude. Game get the thrones, fuck out. Shit. You're kicked off the podcast, dude. You're not podcasting with, with us anymore, dude. I'm drowning you out. I'm turning <clears> the microphone off. Let me ask you this. What? No, I'm not expecting a, a straight answer because I think it's a... I, I, I couldn't even tell you, to be it's honest. It's probably a stupid question this. anyways, but no, go on. No, I think it's a very, very good question. Are I you ready for this? I highly doubt it, but go on. Do you think a successful movie, like a movie movie, right, compared to one really successful season of a TV show, money-wise, is equal? Because... Uh, you can always be. make a sequel, no, I could suppose. Be. It could be. But they always say sequels aren't better than the original. It could it's be Godfather because too. movies but are then, big budgeted, right? So movies can gross a really big amount of money really quick. Uh-huh. But television shows allow the opportunity to brand a lot easier, right? Because you have more you have more time to brand. And continue right? branding. Absolutely. Yeah. Like so, I mean, I'm sure over time the television show is going to rake in more money. Um, but right out the gates, probably the movie would take that. Yeah, I would say I would say a movie definitely because I mean yeah. a t- TV show it's really just advertising. advertising. Sure, you might you might get like some merchandising at us, but movies I mean you can. But get look at Thrones, dude. I mean Thrones merchandising's off the charts. Right. So every once in a while you'll get something, but I mean you can do that with Star Wars, right. Indiana Jones. The number Absolutely. of movies that you do that with is so so much. You know, more, you know, you know, you know. It's gonna be a good comparison though, is because we're gonna, since we're gonna get Lord of the Rings on Amazon as a television oh, show. Yeah, I forgot about that. It'll be interesting to compare those numbers. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really stoked for that. See, see how popular the the show is compared to the movies. I mean, because the movies blew up. Don't get it's me wrong. The movies were Game fucking huge. It's going to shit all over Game definitely of not, Thrones. Definitely not. I think by me far Game Hobbits, of Thrones is like the greatest elves. fantasy story ever told. Just because of how real it is. Like George R. R. Martin starts you in very slow. You know, like you don't enter into a world full of magic. You know, it's not full-fledged fantasy when you first get into it. When no, you first get it, into it, it's a very, rape. It's very it medieval history, dude. It's very realistic to those medieval times, you know, and we're dealing with a lot of politics and stuff like that. And then you start to edge your way into, you know, magic and stuff. But and they're now, always there. Like the, it's there, but the it's very, there, it's yeah. there, but it's very subtle. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's not, the it's not the entire show. Now season seven, 
it's pretty much the entire show is all yeah, magic. That was the running joke at the beginning of the show is like, where's the fucking zombies, right? I was promised zombies and dragons and all I'm getting is, you know. More people talking. People talking. And politics and, and shit, stuff, right? And zombies and dragons. Well, right. We got the zombies and dragons now. Yeah. But, no, it's all zombies and dragons now, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, and it's really great any, now, too. Are there any, just to change topics a little bit, are there any movies or stories, Not yeah, not movies, are there any stories that you think should be movies or if oh. it, maybe they've already been done? Like oh. for me, like Napoleon. Like, I would love to see a Napoleon movie if somebody like pulled that off. Um, I could get one more World War II hit story. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's so many. I'm down for World War II. Dude, there's so it. many fucking it's, it's Hitler so well, World so War II movies, yeah. dude. I'm so, so fucking done. It's so recognizable to us. I'm over it. You know? I don't like, ever want to see anything on World War II for the next we decade. Know. We everybody knows Nazis. Right. It's just World War II is so good because it's like it was very black and white kind of war, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of like who the good guys were, who the bad guys were, right. typically. Um, but on Germany side, it, it could be a little bit more different, right? <laughs> for some people, but um, yeah, like for me, Napoleon would be a great one. I would Napoleon would be really I would love sick, dude. I, I like also World War One. I. I would love to see another World War One. You movie. know what I'd like to see, and I know they did it, but I think they could do it a lot better. Would be um, on Vladimir Rasputin. I, I think I think oh, Rasputin, Rasputin would be a fucking be sick story, yeah. you know, because yeah. here you have this. It's almost fantasy in a sense, you know what I mean. You have this guy who's this magical character who can like heal people and stuff like right. that. Right. Talk about Rasputin <clears throat> a little bit. Do you know? I don't. About him? I don't know. Yeah, hey, I, I do. But yeah. let me ask you this before I forget about it. I Rasputin, know he's directly he was tied to with Putin, the Romanovs, right? right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was in with the Romanovs. Is that the same Roman Romanovs that ended up getting like fucking? Executed, the and then the but supposedly guy. one might have gotten away yeah, that the, daughter, the Anastasia. Bro, yeah. this, yeah, that's yeah, the, the, who, who, which one of you brought that motherfucker up? Who yeah. brought up Rasputin? I did. Great job, right there, buddy. Yeah, that's a that would be wow. Naveen gave me a compliment. That might be the first time ever yeah, so that the happened. Romanov, the Romanovs Thank were you. the ruling family of Russia. Yeah, Nicholas, Tsar Nicholas II. And their kid was sick and shit. He was a hemophiliac. Or, dude, what about Vlad the Impaler, dude? That would be a sick fucking story too. Uh, they tried to do that with the yeah, uh, but the, dude, uh, who was that? Luke Evans movie. Yeah, Dracula, Dracula shouldn't be done as Dracula though. Like it yeah. could actually be done Did as you Vlad. Just do Vlad the yeah. Impaler in the wars with Turkey. Yeah, because dude, Ottoman some of those Empire. stories are so gruesome dude like just rows of people just impaled yeah. you know just sitting on top of these fucking <laughs> spikes yeah it's fucking insane yeah i can always use another mob movie man yeah. it hasn't been a mob movie I, in the longest time well dude and you know the, we got boardwalk empire and i was just kind of done with mafia stuff at that point i couldn't finish the series and then peaky blinders came out i, was like, I i'm like something. dog i'm done i'm I, done I, no I more mafia it. stuff right now and then game it. of thrones came in and i was just like I'm fucked well, up on fantasy a show, right now. Just a movie, you know. No, for sure. There's still so many movies they haven't done on like really iconic people, but it's starting to get me thinking. Why? Is it because why? they have too many ties within the government? <laughs> is it going to be bringing up a shitload of questions? Like, well, what the could, fuck were we thinking? No, because they could they could create it without ever mentioning any any of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, but anyways. then it would be untrue. That's not necessarily. You wouldn't know it though. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't know it though. The viewer yeah. wouldn't know it. The, I'm the viewer. I yeah, would know but it. you might be the exception, right? Like the common viewer wouldn't know that nothing was left out. Well, if that's the case, then you could just make a fucking fake gangster movie about anybody, and just people would come then. Sure, that's and they do. Most gangster movies are. They do, don't not they? Really? Not like mobster movies. Mobster movies are usually based about someone or somewhat 
based usually, some, usually like a mobster one, but, not, but that's, not a, like that's, a gangbang kind of thing. You know, you know, dude, again, fiction, man, it's hard to write about something you have no idea about, right? And so that's why you take history and stuff that's happened in the past and you make it your own. You know, The Departed, you know, that's, a, that's an accumulation of, of other mobsters put into one movie. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we were talking about that Frank Costello. Yeah, you know that what was, I mean? That like, was really back with Gambino days, and which didn't correlate with what was going on in that right, Departed dude. movie. But... You know, iconic fucking name. You know. yeah. yeah. John Brown would be a good movie. John Brown would be a dope movie. We're supposed to do a podcast on him if we'll Tim would it. ever step up to we'll the plate. To, we'll get to it eventually. You know we'll what? get to it. I think I'm going to add in another favorite historical movie. What, you want a Tupac movie? I would like another, yeah, a redo of that fucking movie. <laughs> that, that needs to be redone. It did suck. That, that was unfortunate. You know, I'm not going to go completely saying it sucked. I think oh, it was but just, I just too did. much stuff to put in one movie. Yeah, dude, that's you, what I'm that saying is you focus on a specific much. time, right? So for Tupac, let's take. Um, oh for him, I would, do, I would do two routes, right? I would do the Death Row era. And I would just tell that story to a T. How long or, do you think it was? Hey, hold up, hold up. Or I would take the Tupac Biggie beef, and I would just run that to the T as well. well. D- that goes hand in hand because that was death row times. But let me ask you this: Right, how but you could separate you think, the two. So. How long do you think Tupac was on death row for? Like two years. Nah, if he was, he broke a year barely. Yeah, barely. Yeah, he was no, only but on dude, he died when he was like, what, 25, 24? Yeah, but I mean, he was doing shit since like 18, 19. 18, right. But he was, he was, you know, with Digital Underground for oh, a while, you know, then and then he did his own stuff. He was doing his own stuff. Right. Movies, Juice. Holy shit, I'm actually wearing the shirt of Juice, too. Yeah. Um, Respect. Yeah. He did a lot. And there was too much to fit in one movie. And then you're trying to fit it like his mom with the Black Panther thing, which was fucking nuts. She had over like 105 counts of God knows what. Dude, that's another story you could tell separately. She refused to have a lawyer. And she was so goddamn smart. She defended herself over 100 counts of shit and got away scot-free. And that was this kid's mom. His punishment would be like to read newspapers instead of like sitting in the corner. Where does the term scot-free come from? Scot-free. Does anybody know? I don't know. It has to be like some guy who like just committed the most heinous of the heinous and got away with everything. His name was Scott and he got away for, for free. free. Right. <laughs> or all the Scots got out free because they're white. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shut the fuck up, dude. Anyway, um, let me just finish this real quick. Yeah, another Tupac movie would be, would be really cool. But Lone Survivor. Do you remember that, that fucking war movie? I never saw it. Peter yeah, yeah, no, I never crazy. saw it. Man. You were hit, talking shit on Ballers. Peter Berg does that shit. You need to watch that. <laughs> uh, no, outside of movie. Saving Private Ryan, that was probably my yeah, Saving Private Ryan was a dope was movie, one. dude. You but know what? I like Lone Fury, Survivor. too, with Shia and uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, Fury was, was a fucking yeah, dude, dope Burnthal. movie. John Burnthal goes Burnthal is fucking yeah. dope, dude. Yeah. He's a great actor, by the way. He's good. Yeah, no, he's crushing it right now. think how, like, because Lone Survivor was very fucking accurate. And historically, or story-wise, whatever. But, like, it, you watch the movie, you're like, that's bullshit. Because the guy gets shot in the head twice, like, yeah. one of the guys. And he's still fucking gunning through. And it all started because they were trying to help. Like, they took those, like, three witnesses to whatever activity yeah, they, they were they didn't doing. they want to kill those guys that found them. Yeah. And, unfortunately, one of them was a young cat who they knew if they cut him loose, he was going to run down that fucking hill. And inform the terrorist people that they were there. We're like, fuck it. We're just going to run up the hill. 
and let him go down, let him do his thing, and we're gonna, you know, once we're over the hill, we're Gucci. And they realize there's nothing over that hill, and now they're stuck. And that kid went and told the terrorist people. What do you mean there's nothing over that hill? Though? They thought there was, it was like gonna continue or some shit, or like they were gonna be able to escape through that hill. Uh-huh. But in reality, it was a dead end, pretty much. And what, now is it just like a cliff or something. It's a cliff. Yeah, oh, you're fucked. Right. Yeah, and they got the there. Let's go die. Rather die on my own accord than by these fucking. And now all these terrorist people no, come, dude. but dude, it take, was ass. Guys take so many people with them. So, <laughs> dude, it, it was, did any of them make it out? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was almost like legitimately the real three hundred. Modern day. Marcus Latrell was the guy's name played by black guy. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Latrell. Fucking thug. <laughs> <laughs> it's his last name, not his first name. <laughs> 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 uh, what other history shit is out there dude um they just did dunkirk i actually like that one yeah, i haven't seen that I one yet that, that was a good one um <clears throat> braveheart right braveheart braveheart black hawk down i like black hawk down black actually hawk too down. that was a good that was one a great one another yeah. good book as well another one where i mean the book is fantastic and mm-hmm. you can get really deep into all the characters and the mm-hmm. time the timing of everything but yeah that movie is phenomenal Right. A lot of good guys in that one. Too. Yeah, yeah. No, great movie. Young Tom Hardy in that one. Did you know that? No. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Holy yeah. shit. Out. Yeah, Young Tom Hardy's in that. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. What a trip. That is. It's crazy to think how long they've been around, but you just didn't know about them yet. Yeah. You right. know? Like, they're always there, because there's always there's never such thing as an overnight success. I mean, if there is, we're in the era of it right now with all these Instagram stars and whatever right, like that, right. you know? Because they do stupid shit to get overnight success, you know? Not but like playing video games, right? Like, that's the biggest <clears throat> way to get success. For sure. Now, to play video games. Absolutely. Online. You know, but when we're talking about, like, you know, real talent, you know, like, acting... Uh, you know, you're a musician, a singer, whatever it is, it's never overnight, right? Like, it's always... You have to develop those skills. There's years of years of work being put in before you actually right. get to blow up. that's the up. part that the consumer doesn't see. No, so never. a lot of people, these people think, never. like, well, why aren't I rich and famous right now? Dude, even, even Jay Beebs, you know what I mean? Jay Beebs was not an overnight success. Yeah. Just because he, he came up super quick, like, he has been, you know, playing the drums and, and being a musician for his entire life up yeah. until that point. That's why I wonder sometimes if people... People quit things too quickly in today's society where because they, they see all these successful people and it might come off like, oh, they just picked this up and suddenly well, they're good. And so when somebody tries something and they don't succeed right off the bat and they realize like, oh, this is going to take a lot of time and commitment. A lot of people aren't willing to put that in. You well, know? and you know what, dude? I think easy. I think you know something that epitomizes the American culture right now is ADD. Like, we all have this ADD mentality of where it's like, you know, we can never stick with one thing. And you see it bleed through everywhere. You know what I mean? These protests, you know, hashtag me too, hashtag Black Lives Matter and all these things, you know. It's for like a couple months or so and then it just dies out. It almost becomes like a fashion thing. Absolutely, dude. You know what I mean? And and this is this 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 ADD culture that we have. You know what I mean? Nobody can actually ride something to the actual end. You know, it's like, oh, no, I'm done with that. That was just a fad, whatever. Yeah. Because it's easy to be an activist on Twitter. It's yeah. really hard to actually go out there and. That's watch. why I don't protest shit, dude. I ain't about protesting. No. Fuck that. I ain't getting out of my apartment. What? <laughs> the fuck? Dude, I got AC in here, dude. It's hot as fuck out there. <laughs> Have you guys seen Portland lately, by the way? 
What? Portland had a gnarly fucking riot a couple like a couple days ago. Portland rioted? That doesn't sounds like Carmel rioted. No, dude, (laughs) dude, this was this was uh, this was in the city, in the heart of the city, and it was like Antifa, you know, the anti-fascist group, uh, Proud Boys, and all those other groups. Literally just Proud Boys is like that fucking white supremacist group or whatever, you know, Um, and they just. Dude, there's gnarly footage online right now of mortars being thrown, uh, gnarly ass fights, you know, um, and police just not doing a damn thing about anything, dude. These are pretty much white supremacists on the street, right? Is what you're saying? It's, dude, it's everything. It's white supremacists versus this anti-fascist group, which is pretty much a fascist group. (laughs) You know what I mean? All the, and see, that's the thing you notice about all these, you know, things right now. You know what's so funny? I was like, I didn't see any black people there. I, I didn't say, see any black oh, people there at all. Oh, you know what? I and felt, then the cops let it go. I felt really. <laughs> it is Portland. I felt really yeah. bad for the shops, though. I was like, how awful of a day it has to be to work here in the let, city. Let me tell you something. You know what I mean? And just all that shit's going on right outside. It's like, oh, what the fuck, dude? You like, you can't even there. escape. I bet you every shop owner there. This is something they don't tell you until you own a business. Inside, whoever was working was like the owner. Was hoping to got a mortar where it hit their fucking. Oh yeah, insurance. You know how much insurance money? That's retirement right there. Yeah. Please, like the end of Do the Right Thing with Spike Lee. Remember they started fucking up that like pizza store and shit, and and then burned down the city. Well, spoiler alert, that's what happened. Yeah, now I'm not gonna watch it. I was like, why are these guys fucking tripping? They were in like the ghetto of Brooklyn or Bronx or whatever the fuck they were at, Mm -hmm. and place burned down. You're about to get some money, and you can move the fuck out of that ghetto now. You're Gucci. Doesn't make protesting right, but, you know. What about the insurance on the Twin Towers? What do you think that was all about? I don't even, I don't, man, I don't know what kind of business that, it's a World Trade Center, right? And I still don't know what the fuck they did there, except trade stuff at that center. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't know. (laughs) Like, they had everything from, like, let's bring in tourists to, you know. Let's I remember I saw I saw a funny doctored photo of like the a concept for a new world trade after you know the buildings fell, yeah. and it was this building with a giant hole in it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, that's fucked. <laughs> oh, you know that actually that reminds me. You know what? One, one of the things that I do hate about that's going on right now with some of these historical movies, and it's sad because I love them, but Clint Eastwood is the worst. Dude, he is that he is making these movies he, about nothing, like these non-events. Right. right? So like he took. This is the Sully thing, right? Right. Which is a great yeah, yeah. something that didn't happen. Right. Like that guy did awesome. Congrats on saving all the American people. Sniper. Like, that the Chris Kelly guy was crash. end up being a psychopath, anyways. But the other one was this latest one that he did. It was like um, I forgot what it was exactly what it's called. It was like f- the fifteen seventeen to Paris. Paris or something yeah. About those guys that yeah didn't get on the stabbed, train. Yeah. Right. Those guys that like there wasn't a terrorist. I was like, can we like wait? A couple minutes before we like start making these movies, I'm always amazed. Oh, he just jumps on it. Oh, it's amazing, and I'm I'm just thinking like. Oh, he's all for profit these days, dude. He's all for profit these days. Nothing happens, so you're gonna make an entire movie about a bunch of people that like a terrorist attack that didn't happen. Well, dude, and you know what, dude? I didn't like the American Sniper movie. Side right now, he's like, what if that train did fucking? So I didn't like that American Sniper movie, but there was. I like the movie. I didn't. I didn't like it, but there was one concept of it I did appreciate, and where you're in uh, the so-called terrorist family's house. 
and you're going through and you see his family mm -hmm. and you see, you know, the photos on the wall and how he was um, an Olympic athlete and all those stuff. And I, I was just so appreciative oh, of to see. Oh, that super sniper he was fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah, so yeah. appreciative to see the other side of that story. You know what I mean? So it's like. Finding real people. Real people who, you know, are fighting for the same cause that he's fighting. He's a hero You in know his what country. I mean? Like, That's we're both fighting for the same exact thing, and yet we're trying to kill each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm fighting for my land. You're fighting for your land. We both believe in our causes. You know, nobody's cause is necessarily wrong, you know, or right at that matter. True. You True. know, it's just you it just fighting. Yeah. Yeah, that's because literally they could have called it what? Where, where was he at? Afghanistan or Iraq? Somewhere in the Middle East. I don't know. Yeah. Some desert dry area. Because they could have just area. made the same movie, but started a Middle Eastern guy and called it. Iraqi sniper. That's technically <laughs> literally what the guy was doing on the other side. If you think about it, our American sniper on the other side, that, that guy was Iraqi doing the sniper. same exact shit. Right. Remember, at one point, like some bullet hit something, and they're like, oh, it was from X amount of meters away. He's like, there's only one person that could shoot that shot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Luckily, the American sniper won. <laughs> stupid, dude. Which is crazy, because so that's stupid. such a sad sad ending which was a true ending where he he would have ptsd off the shit that he went through mm -hmm. and then um and the great movie i don't want to do some spoilers but if you guys get a chance watch that shit because remember when he almost pulled the trigger on the kid and like realized yeah. oh, he was, the, the movie. kid was just fucking around he almost did it but then let go there was a lot of controversy right after, after that movie right like a kid. lot of a lot of the things they said that that chris kelly guy he doctored up chris you know it, whatever well, he like, had like over a hundred or two hundred decorated kills, and yeah, apparently, like a lot of that shit was like made up or something. You know, there was there was, was a lot of like you no, know he's confirmed. So there's a he wrote a book, right? And yeah. Some of the shit that he said in his book is bullshit. pretty almost clearly bullshit. Yeah. Like you know, being on top of the Astrodome during Katrina and shooting looters, like <laughs> obviously that didn't happen, right? Um, but he actually is like legitimately the most confirmed kill right. sniper in right. American history, right. which is badass. Right. And then you would, you know, have, if I'm not mistaken, he had like therapy sessions and counseling sessions when he would come back home because his wife was like, you're fucking different. So you like see people. And then you realize, you know, he's not the only one going through this PTSD. Like I kind of miss fighting, but I, I'm, he still has weird dreams about it and shit that he goes and helps other people. And sure enough, that's how he fucking died. Remember, where they like the last thing you see is him yeah, walk away. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Let's go hunting," with some guy who was like PTSD from post-traumatic right, right, war right, shit. Right. And the guy fucking trips out, and I don't know what the real story behind that is. Cause I don't know. I've heard. No I've witnesses, heard some. Uh, yeah, I've heard some sketchy shit about the, the way he died too. Yeah, essentially, the guy killed him. But the how? Yeah, I don't know. yeah. I don't know. I've, I've heard some things it about that. It's a good movie, though. Yeah. 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 Yep, it's hard to. It's I bet Iraqi fucking sniper would have been just as good though too. It probably would have been the same exact movie. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Except you know. the ending might have been a little more graphic. Yeah. Maybe their ending, he wins. What no, about that? Ending, Guantanamo. That's what happened. Not fighting America. Guantanamo. Yeah, he would be sent to Guantanamo first off. Cock meat sandwich over there. <laughs> Such a trip, dude. Would you rather die or would you have a cock meat sandwich? Oh, I take the cock meat all day. Dude. <laughs> You looked at me with like, duh. <laughs> Durr. I'll take, the, I'll take the death. Cock meats all day, dog. <laughs> Y'all can put that wherever you want, dude. 
Well, this has been good. I mean, yeah, we we've broke we've broken an hour. You know, I think we can wrap it up here. This has been fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. You know, um, keep listening. Support us, please. Give us money. We'll take that too. That's always cool. You know, I wouldn't mind quitting my day job for this. That'd be super fucking dope. You know. True. True. Um, any last words you guys want to say? No. No. I'm solid. Enjoy your day, everybody. Yeah. Tim, an honorable, no, respectable thing right there, dude. I'm good. No, Naveed, nobody even gave a fuck anyways, yeah. dude. Nobody, nobody gives a fuck about you either. Nobody wanted to hear your final words anyways because uh, they fucking suck. Ladies and gentlemen, just know I hate this fucking dude, guy. Dude, your final words before you die be... Fuck it. Uh, that's what you wouldn't even be. get your final words off because you're such a bitch. Whoa. Yeah. All right, I'm going to end it on that, that note. Good night. Fuck it. Love you.